<laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Carbonite Bounty BS. Awesome to see everybody here, here with the nerds. I'm Steel City Hitch, and you know, I'm going to be filling in today with some of the, the bump duties, some of the hosting duties that uh, my buddy Team Mitch usually takes care of. So welcome to Carbonite Bounty BS. This is the episode for Season 1, Episode 6 of Ahsoka. And I know you're all excited for us to get started after what was just a pretty awesome episode and some cataclysmic Pre real... Pretty awesome? Pretty I mean, awesome? You guys, if you want to... What's your first take then before... I mean, because the next thing I want to do is tell these good people where to find us. Like, that, that's my that's my priority. I don't know if it's your priority, uh, Naughty Anakin. Naughty Anakin. I say, I say it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and we are now there. That has always been... Look at him! Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Okay, oh, go no. ahead, DP. Tell Come us, on. Tell no. us where everyone can see him if they want to. Every student platform out there. Come on, Blue Game performance, baby. What is that? <laughs> kind of like... Lemon hitch? I don't know. They're disgusting. Um, vitamin C, cough, throat, relief. I don't know. It's disgusting. He couldn't stay away. Oh, no. There's no chance. That is just I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be dry scooping these, so yeah. Dry, dry scooping, huh? We have to, bro. But let's give the floor back to DP. Well, hey, you know, not not now that he's taken over, you know, we 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 had hit, you know, you know, coming. I was just trying to keep the keep the bus rolling along. That's all. You were rolling along and everything, and then we got our boy back. I'm happy to hand the baton back. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. I can be a pip every now and then. It's all right. I don't have to be God of night. All right. I can be a pip. All right. So yeah. Before we get started, you know, you can find us at nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Your favorite website where you get all your favorite social media platforms at Nerdcyclopedia, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on Tiki Taki. All right. Ooh. If you're listening to us on podcasts, um, check us out on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. We are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button and also that notification button. So anytime they're rolling, you know they're rolling. For watching us on um, Facebook, thank you as well. Make sure you join that Carbonate Bounty BS, the Star Wars group, where we talk about everything Star Wars, including this episode, great episode six. <laughs> yeah. um, give us some feedback too, nurse and nurse like to be .com. You know, um, leave us an email, drop us a dime. You know, let us know what you think, and we'll um, give the feedback right back to you. I, I'm fine if, like, T Mitch, if you want to just go ahead and start over, like I didn't do anything. That'd be totally fine with no, me. Bro. Hold on, no, hold on, hold on. No, go, no. Man, but I, the only thing I'll say. No, is, I think it's it's fine. Hold on, we'll just pretend we're fading in. <laughs> welcome to welcome to Carbonite Donna BS, guys. With me and the nerds. A restart. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Everybody, Everybody Jordan off the bench, guys. You know that next sick game. You know. This isn't the, the uh, Tonight Show here. Yeah, yep. It's game seven, man. Come on now. Game seven. He <laughs> game comes seven, off. No. We're not going to miss this. Come and win it. Come and like win it. Yeah. Well, since, 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 since we got you in here, T-Mitch, um, let's, let's get you off. I'll, I'll definitely just say this and start. Because this was a great episode, but in, in all. Ooh. Internet provider issues. Oh, there's there's uh, there's vitamin C tablets. Is your internet groggy? Your internet's groggy. No. You need to um, give it some um, no. some some but, um, Dayquil. Maybe. Is it me for real? Is am I lagging? <laughs> for real, for real. No, I think I think you're good no. now, bud. It caught up. Cool. I got up. Yeah. But um, no, as I was saying, is who would have thought filler felt this good, right? This was considered a filler episode, and it wasn't to me. So, like, if this is Floney's filler, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. What an episode. What an episode, man. Wow. 
this this was supposed to be like a um a, a, like a, a branch off episode that wasn't going to have anything in it i mean come on we had this was all, yeah in, in probably this the is the lizzo episode ever <laughs> this is the Lizzo yeah. episode of the season. This was the Lizzo episode. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> what that is. And, was it Lizzo episode? Okay. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought I it was it was I was pretty beefy. I mean, it had yeah. a lot, a lot in it. And again, we're seeing how everything's being tied together. Every all the EU is coming together with Clone Wars and Rebels. And I think with the last episodes five and six, I think I think they really bonded all of this all these stories together very nicely i mean it's smooth it's a real smooth ride um i particularly liked thrawn's entrance uh, a long a long march with just boots yeah and and we see guards and we see stormtroopers that, that and i i guarantee you these stormtroopers can hit their target i guarantee you these are the stormtroopers that went to the range and practiced and you can depend on these guys to hit who they're supposed to hit because these guys aren't messing around. Yeah. Yeah. Thrawn is not going to take any, um, you know, bad, um, bad. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not talking death star or death star Two stormtroopers. We're talking <laughs> stormtroopers that are legit. Do not get in their crosshairs because you're going down. But, that whole entrance and the only the only critic I'll give one criticism and then I'll I'll give it off to whoever but I felt the when Sabine and Ezra met I didn't I didn't get the emotion there I think there I think the reception should have been stronger I mean I really it kind of was like kind of and I don't know maybe maybe they weren't even in the same room when they filmed this <laughs> Could that be possible? Quite. This is I Star mean, Wars. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, like maybe they weren't in the same place or something, because I felt like it was a little bit, uh, it was a little bit soft. I think there should have been a little more energy when they first met, when they first are seeing each other after what five, five years. It's, it's, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a while. Been a minute. It's like eleven years. Yeah. Something. It's, they're it's, five years before Yavin, and this is like. Well, like five years after Jedi, oh, and there's like yeah. three years in the middle, so it's like a long time. Like a long time. That that was my only. Yeah. So, uh, but other than that, man, I, I'm gonna watch this again right when we're done because. Uh, yeah, follow my Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue, Rogue One. <laughs> he's caught up. He's Disney definitely caught up now. Wants me to watch. I'm watching it. I don't care. Yeah. It's got Star Wars on it. I'm watching it. Yeah. Um, I mean, to he's, your point. To your point, um. It could have been a little bit more emotion, I think, because this is our first time seeing Ezra. It yeah, could have been a big, uh, it could have been a bigger grand entrance, like you know how Thrawn got his entrance. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sabine's been looking for you know Ezra for this time. The audience, at least the ones who watch Rebels, <laughs> have been you know want, wanting you know to see where Ezra's been, and, and he's more or less just like this guy here, you know, that grew a beard, and that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah. no no grand stage or anything like that. Um, maybe it's a good thing after a rewatch and stuff, but I, I, I kind of agree. Um, it could have been a little bit more heft in the, um, the, the buildup to, well, not the buildup, the buildup was real good, but the payoff, you know, into, yeah. um, to seeing him other than that, you know, I think I thought his, the personality was there, you know, um, I thought the, the relationship between him and, um, you know, Sabine was right there. You know, I'm excited to see, you know, Ezra, I mean, I barely Remember, I, I, I totally forgot this was a Soka show, you know. <laughs> it's you the know? same thing that happened to Boba Fett a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like we we get all excited about about Ahsoka, and we talk, you know, we talk about it, and it's the name of the show. And then now, you know, it's like, oh man, we got to go back to the whale mouth. Like, come on, like that's no fun. And and I love that this show kind of kind of lampshades that by having that that opener where they're like, ah, tell me a story of the, this galaxy we're going to, and then they just cut to this story, right? Yeah, I thought yep. that was really, really excellent. Um, as far as meeting Ezra, like, I, you know, what? how's he going to act? And I, and I think Ezra has always been sort of a silly, like, his relationship with Sabine has always been sort of sarcastic, right? It's right. like, I like can't... Big brother, little sister type. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's, like, they have that playful b banter. And what's he going to do? Like, you'd be like, I, you have found me. 
the search for Ezra. Well, like he's just not that guy. <laughs> well, you know no, what I mean? He's like, not a serious guy. I, I watched the the finale of Re- Rebels, right? And then, I mean, they went through a lot, even yeah. in that last yeah. forty minutes of, yeah. of story. It was a lot, and yeah. it was it was a, apocalyptic. The end. Was you know Ezra leaving, and they not they, you know nobody knew what happened, and and I just felt like Sabine, and, and there should have been more connection. It was sort of standoffish, and maybe maybe that's maybe that's part of the story. Maybe in the next episode we're going to learn why because they've got big trouble coming. They have a they have two regiments of. Death troopers coming, night Dude, troopers, night troopers coming, troops. and 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 all they have is the the naughty to to take care of them, uh, and you know I don't know I mean I think we're gonna see better, but I just that introduction was a little little off. yeah she um well Ezra said um you know he asked about you know how did you find her and everything you know for the most part and Sabine didn't want to go through that. I think by design, her personality is not one to jump off and get like, you know, super excited and everything. But I think by her actions and stuff, um, I mean, I'm beginning to remember she she was pretty, you know, enthusiastic to see him. You know, that's who she came for, obviously. Right. She <laughs> so, went through this whole thing in, in, in her in her own way. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess her personality sort of lend lend yeah. itself to that that introduction, you know, like when they saw each other uh, for the first time, but she wouldn't tell him anything. He's like, well, how did you get here? You don't want to know that story. She said, just let me have this. You know, I've been looking for you all this time. Let me have this. Have this You've been right. chilling with these snail found- people. You and the snail people have been hanging out. I think that's great, but this is my moment. I'm right. going to cross the galaxy to find right. you. You've Man. been chilling here, obviously building like streamlined double wides for again, the snail people, which it seems to be working out for everybody involved with that. Great for them. Uh, but you got to get let Sabine have, uh, have her stage. But she's a Mandalorian. I mean, let's not forget. She's a Mandalorian. And these are very laconic people. There's the Spartans of the Star Wars right. universe. So it, it, would, it wouldn't make sense for her to be gushy or soft here, right? We would say, oh, how you couldn't feminize this character is what we'd be saying if she had been like... Yeah, she's got to be hard. Painting over you know, Ezra. Right? She has to yeah. be... So she's tough. So she's tough, and, and and that's I think, you know, DP, you said it best. I think they're big, big sister. Like she's the big sister, so she has to assume that role, like automatically. It's just that's that's who she was to him, right? And that's kind of and it's interesting to see that play that dynamic play out because you know while there was a lot of like, you know, it, like shades that they were attracted to each other, or at least that Ezra was attracted to Sabine. Yeah, Sabine. It's not like there was some sort of like. Right, love arc here, like with um, like with Hera and um, oh, and Canaan. Thanks. Kanan, so, Kanan. so to me, that's this is fine. And you know, do I necessarily? I don't necessarily want it to go that direction because you know, these people meeting and then getting together would be very trite uh, from a standpoint of every story that's ever been told ever. So, you know, yeah. it, would it be bad? I don't think you, I think you can make a lot of versions of that that are good, but I don't think it's like some requirement mm-hmm. that the only reason that Sabine would want to find him is because she's in love with him. When I think they portrayed that she's very, this is like the missing piece for her from the, from the rebellion. You know, right. she was portrayed as avoiding the, you know, these honorifics and avoiding these reward ceremonies and really feeling like there was something she didn't, you know, complete. And that thing is Ezra. And, and this is her moment. You know, she's this is her fulfilling the promise that she made to find him. So I, I think this is in a lot of ways her episode, even though we get like the baddest ass introduction ever. Right. Like this, like Thrawn's Thrawn Stormtroopers, like you said, no joke. And they Ooh. all have their individual personality. It's like they learned from the Clone Wars cartoon that you differentiate these guys. And all of a sudden, you you have it like gives them a third like a depth, right? Gives them yeah. a third dimension. Um, Enoch. Enoch, Enoch, played by West Chatham from The Expanse. Oh, okay, that boy. Okay, I recognize the voice now, but and the character. Um, so, <laughs> I just want to mention also: did did we all get like a real Game of Thrones vibe, like 
once the witches started talking about they were riding these whales and and they were they could have been riding dragons and then even 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 just down to the the way they speak and you know they're talking about mythology and they're going they were talking about the days of old i mean I had a real like game of thrones vibe going on um and which was very cool and then it made me think like shin shin kind of has armor on like that's kind of her her outfits like she's got she's got plate mail which is real old school uh warrior yeah, old, older older public jedi look i like it i love it yeah, yeah say, very, you know, very slick the openings a map too yeah right isn't yeah. that like the like the the bump at the end is like the map of the galaxy yeah. yep. So yep that's yep. another that's another game of thrones similarity sword fighting bandits getting their asses handed to them by some yep. rando that they should never have messed with right never that's very in- like new to the galaxy never even should have been there <laughs> why not? why are you even in this galaxy yeah, why are you even here <laughs> it's like when worlds collide you know i mean this is, there's a lot of stuff there's i mean All the big stone bringing... monoliths those those yeah. those monoliths were unsettling man they looked like oh like, mother town that's crazy yeah man those things were creepy what a great what great design that was Uh-oh. um i think we lost dp that's fine he'll be back oh. We figured that's out what it's like. That's what it's like when you live out in the sticks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Squirrel got into the cable line. Internet providers. So, but this episode had had the introduction of of Admiral Thrawn, and and you know if you if you want to say Ken that it had like a Game of Thrones vibe, Admiral Thrawn gave me a Rome vibe. This episode mm-hmm. had a huge HBO yeah. Rome vibes, like um, like Syrian Hind as um Julius Caesar, or yeah. Yeah. the King Beyond the Wall, right, Vance Raider. So another Game of Thrones reference. But the, the Thrawn feels like one of those Roman aristocratic generals who is just, you know, very well aware of their own capabilities and very well aware of your lack of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how he has that sort of same aura that Julius Caesar had in that show. I think that's really, really good. Um, what, what did you got? What was your favorite part of that introduction of, um, of Thrawn team? It's like, what, what's your favorite aspect of that? It reminds me of, um, Rise of the Resistance. That was like a so like you know what I mean, Ken. You'll know that like yeah, yeah, it's like yeah introduction yeah. of Rise of the Resistance. But you kind of see like the remnants of the old Republic, right? You know, we they're dirty, they're gritty. Like these aren't stormtroopers that aren't here to play. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing I took out of it the most. I mean, when you see him, it's just the presence. You know what I mean? He has like the character has a presence, and that's what we always ask in Star Wars, right? I mean, Palpatine yeah. had a presence. This guy Vader. has a presence. Vader. Correct. Yeah. I mean, even um, from the uh, Sabine looking out that little hole in her room, in her prison right. cell, that that entrance there, just right. seeing the Star Destroyer, you know, this massive, massive... But also, that was the damage, right? Yeah. yeah. The damage that it took, right? right? That's, not, that's not a perfect Star Destroyer, so... No. And it was Attention even, to detail was great. And the, and the troopers, troopers themselves, they were dirty, they were dingy, you know, they were real gritty, you know, like they've been through some stuff and everything. And it was many of them. I mean, think of having a, having a command of all those troopers. <laughs> you know, I mean, sure, he had several thousand battalions of stormtroopers yes. on that ship. Yes, just just waiting, just, just waiting, up. ready, yeah, ready for whatever. You know, and I wonder then, how much. Uh, they talk about attrition with the troopers. I wonder how that that has impacted the crew of that uh, of that star destroyer. What they're I, I, this is like such an interesting thing, and you can really believe that their Dathomiri and uh, Thrawn had to come to blows to come to their agreement. Which seems like now it's very formal. It's like they're doing a minuet dance when he shows up and just parks his car like right on their monolith, right? Almost like um, kind of like Stargate when they park that ship on top of the pyramid, right? Uh. I, I really, I really dug that man. I, I, I thought cool. everything about that was was cool, and I love how it emphasizes the scale of a star destroyer. Which sometimes I feel like in the Clone Wars, those ships are too tiny. Like you don't, it doesn't, they don't feel big enough. And the star destroyer always, to me, has felt immense. Mm-hmm. Well, how about the big uh, payoff that Filoni gave us? Right, that Balin told us that basically, as we alluded to, that there are other Jedi academies outside of the main, right? when they talk about Ezra being a different form of Jedi, that's something we always spoke about, which in turn opens up the galaxy to so many more stories, right? Because we focus on the Coruscant Council so much. Mm-hmm. Now do we know that 
Ezra is a different faction of Jedi, just like there are different factions of Mandalorian. So I, I thought that was a big risk that Filoni took, introducing basically other factions, which can kind of delve into Luke's Academy and other younglings all over the galaxy. So, Yeah, it, it makes it... I mean, just like how he did with the Mandalorians and stuff, not just one set of Mandalorian stuff. Now you get into different religions and sets and stuff, you know, with, with the different just different ways and beliefs of different sets of people, depending on where they're located in areas and stuff, you know, throughout like the, the galaxy, you know, throughout like the different um, parts of the galaxy and stuff. So I'm all for it. You know, the more, um, the more nuance, the more complexity we can get instead of just accepting everything. It's just one thing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, and like, you know, teammates said, just introducing that in itself brings, you know, brings like a whole new ball game. And now that we have purgles and we can move from galaxy to galaxy, that explains, like, where did all these Jedi disappear to? They didn't all die. They weren't all killed. So the purgles might have scooped up a couple of them and took them to another galaxy, and they survived there and started new orders. And, and maybe they developed new ways of thinking or training their... Mm -hmm. uh, younglings, uh, you know, they're Padawans and there's a whole, I mean, this is huge. Just the opening scene with, with Ahsoka and Huyang, they were sort of on a, a new, I mean, it was very, I got a little like, and I apologize. I got kind of a Star Trek vibe where they're like a boldly go where no man has gone before type of thing, because here's this, this is like legit new stuff even in our world like going to another galaxy that's like that's practically impossible to the 10th right. yeah. power impossible and now here they are and ahsoka's like i don't even know i don't even know where we're going just yeah. just going when we just leave them in a ship we don't even go back to them you know during the episode just right. leave them there and like like um hitch said you know i, I like the way they just left it with the uh, you know, galaxy far, far away and then just cut it as that. And then they don't necessarily have to go back to them because it's also bean story, you know, from, you know, for, for the, for the rest of the episode. From so. that point on. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and think about what she went through and what she just experienced and the amount of time that was. And Ahsoka is still traveling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's yeah. and she's chilling and she's listening to a story and is the story that she's being told the story that's unfolding now? Because where is she in time? Where is she in space and time? We don't know. Well, I certainly have a demand, and that's to put out a David Tennant narrated history of the galaxy parts one, two, and three <laughs> now. Like, how is that not out now? I don't care if you have to use yeah. AI and then just how, pay him, how are they, how pay him they still as much as he wants. Drop that right now. What is, what is Mickey's problem? Mickey is always like, you know, mm. I'm working on it, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm just busy down here. <laughs> I'm foiling evil plots in real life. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, right. You know what's crazy as well that we thought about, and this ties into the Clone Wars, or actually the prequels. Um, Balin's given us a lot of information that's tying this whole, this fabric to this whole story when he discussed that. Him being at the Coruscant Council, obviously, these are stories they heard of, right? So think about when Dooku was in there tampering with the archives. Mm. This is stuff that the Council hid. Yeah, they they're aware of this planet. They're aware of these, you know, these Night Sisters. They're aware of magic, and, and you know, he was we, erasing things, right? Dooku was, was erasing. He was wiping things from the archives. So yep. and this could have been something. The unknown regions that could have been erased because he never wanted them to find it, right? Well, I think the time scales really matter here because, like, the, the galactic civil civilization is something like twenty thousand years old. So right. this seems to be depicting like a like the death of Miri came, and then that's why galactic society started is because they figured out a way to harness hyperspace. Mm -hmm. So they kind of started Ooh. that process of of dropping because yeah. then they would follow the whales around right everywhere, yeah. and that's how they knew that they were space space safe hyperspace lanes my god that was just and, stuck and didn't balin like tie it together because he said he said the fall of the jedi rise of the empire 
And now we're in this after, like the rise of the empire. Now, what's the what's the next step? Is that the beginning that he's talking about? Is that he wants to go back? Yeah. He wants to reset. I think Balin is scarier than Thrawn. Because I, I think Balin, where yeah, Balin is, he's super conflicted because I think as far as the beginning, he's trying to kill off the old order, which would be like Ezra and Sabine. And maybe start his own in this new iteration, but like, I find him super conflicted because then Shin is like, you know, what are what are we doing here? What's our mission? It doesn't seem like a master and a Padawan are one. Very yeah. two different conflicting stories. Like, and I love the the dichotomy of her, right? Because she's like, she reminds me a little bit of Anakin, right? She's always questioning her master, like, yeah. you know, why master, why and. I'd like to see the story on him and her because he kind of alluded to it as well. Like you weren't born in on Coruscant, so then where was she born? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like outside of Obi Wan, her character, if any, deserves more time and more depth uh, into her. No, totally. Because yeah. you know she's just so mysterious. Great character, but I want to know more. I don't know if we'll get it in two episodes, but I definitely think she deserves more screen time and, and a more uh, in depth review of her character. Mm-hmm. To Ken's point, um, Balin is like the Steve Bannon of like, you know, right. this, this whole thing, you know, wanting to destroy, you know, everything, start all over, wipe everything out and, you know, just start all over again and everything. So which is, you know, is that and, and if you're talking about be that being scary? Yeah, I mean, that is definitely scary because is that the best way to go about, you know, whatever he's trying to do? Because he's saying that, you know, he's seen this. The loop just keeps happening. We're talking about loops in the beginning, Hitch. <laughs> the mm-hmm. loops just keep happening. You've seen the war, the 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 peace, the 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 war. war going. Keep going. Yeah, he's looking at a new war. There's a right. new war coming mm-hmm. that he's basically responsible for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wants to to try to put like a um um something in the, in in something something to where it, it it pauses or not pauses, but you know, just just stops, you know, um, and whatever beginning, you know, beginning, beginning, he wants to, you know, quote unquote, go back to or start, you know, like I said, you know, it's, it's hard to say if that's a good thing or a bad thing coming from from what he for what for what his motivations are, you know, it's presented as something good. But DP, did you get the Shang-Chi vibes at the end? About him talking about like. Something's calling to me, like this energy, right? Remember in oh, Shang-Chi? Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, this is like the 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 devil in Shang-Chi that gets him to release it. I feel like that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna he's searching for this like deeper witch energy that'll be crazy if he's able to harness that with the force. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or whatever he's trying to find. Um it's just crazy because there's a lot of plot lines and like I said, they've been long episodes, but we have two to get a lot tied up, like how does he get his payoff? I mean, I ultimately think he'll come to his demise before that, but I would like to see what this energy he's looking to harness is, um, so to speak. I think Shin will end up being a Jedi, so I think Shin like will be part of the, the new crew. I just have this big feeling, because she's already conflicted against him. She's the one that's going to turn. So would Balin have to basically... like? I, I, so Morgan, I think the witches will just cut him off. I think you know, the, the way she even not. addressed them as mercenaries. Yeah. They, they, well, Ezra, Ezra's going to kill him. Ezra's going to kill him. That's going to oh, be for it. sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely. I mean, he's. He, there's no. They're not going to because they already made this mistake one time where an actor per- perished in real life and they didn't just run with it, right? right. They should have done that with uh, Carrie Fisher, uh, Goddess Her Soul. Of the unfortunate, yeah. but they should have and. And now they have that opportunity again. So yeah, he's got to go. Unfortunate, and it's unfortunate because he's a great character, and I really want to see more. I really want to see more of him, but unfortunately, was, the universe yeah, is denying us, and we just have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that'll be the turn for Shin, kind of like on our fallen master. So yeah. Um, okay. So she'll take his if he if he tells her straight up what his deal is, <laughs> which he's being real like around the bush right now, right. and I think that's that's making her question. Maybe she's not in the right place. It's like he won't commit to this relationship. Right. You know? He won't he commit like, to the relationship. And he's she's like, are we official? Forth. And he's like, we are. We have a, something that transcends labels. And she's just like, oh. we, we, understand. <laughs> we understand where Thrawn is going. We get it. We've seen the 
the empire. We've seen um, we've seen a dictatorship like this take over the galaxy. We know where he's going. Balin's on a different track. Mm. That's kind of a mystery. That's why I think Thrawn's scary, and you know all that. But I still want to know what we know his motivations and stuff. Uh, yeah, I know where he's going. He's angry at the entire universe, basically. <laughs> So what do you guys make of the fact that we know we know that what happens is, you know, the New Republic fails and the Sith rise back up <laughs> and then the Jedi fight the Sith. Like we know we know that's literally that, right? exactly what's about to happen again to yeah. these guys on a, like a longer scale. Like what I mean yeah. what, what how does that inform pretty us? much addressing, right? That's what I he mean, says, but then it happens. Yeah. We know it, it happens. So, we watched yeah. it happen already. That'll be the big fill-in to the whatever the first order, the rise of you know young Ben Solo. Um, it, it's kind of we're, we're butting up against that time frame. Keep in mind, I'm guessing by the end of the season, the season finale will be Ahsoka picking it up, right? Because we all seen the trailers. Thrawn gets on this hyperspace rink, and they probably shoot off. So that leaves Sabine and Ezra stuck on this planet, probably Shin. Uh, before the fade to dark, you know, obviously Ahsoka lands because now it's clear that they are using magic. They're just going to try to kill the space wells as they um, come out of hyperspace. I'm sure she'll do some evasive maneuvers, maybe stumble down on the planet. But I think the end credit scene will be Ahsoka like reuniting basically the crew. Hmm. And that'll lead us into season two. Um, basically, their way back, right? And whether it be a time jump or whatever. I think their finality will be Thrawn escaping to the galaxy we know, which could be starting the the first order. Um, with all this going on in the background, I, I still want to see like I, I'm kind of interested to see if we get any Palpatine references, right? Because during this period, he's on that planet and they're experimenting on him, right? So I kind of want to see the beginnings of the final order, so to speak, of the first order. Um, maybe not seeing him, but referencing, you know, like the um, the emperor is no is not dead, you know, blah blah blah, things like that. So maybe a subtle hint, maybe a little background music to some extent. Yeah, that's but, that's uh, sort of carrying over, like you know, threads of what we what happened in Mandalorian, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very um, similar. That, that would have to tie in, like. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I I could see that. I would like to see, and I know we're not definitely not going to have it this season, but we need more Thrawn backstory. You know, um, other I I, I I think I'm tired of seeing like you know the the um, there would there would have to be a Thrawn series though, right? Well, no, no, not a Thrawn series. We can have like just a whole episode of you know just him. So you want a Boba Fett? Will we just take it off of Ahsoka and give it to him? So it, it would be like hey, but okay, like I'm a right Boba type of episode though. You know, I'm okay with that. Establish like a, a a character, he's a main character. They establish him as like the main villain in, in the in this thing, this overall arching thing that they're trying to do. So let's get a little bigger the background. Let's get a little bit more of the the chis, what you guys call it, the yep. um, chis ascendancy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a little bit more of that. You know how that background. Um, it doesn't need to be like a whole series or anything like that. Just just give us a little bit more context in the why Thrawn has his motivations like how he does, instead yeah. of just having him painted in blue <laughs> as just, okay, I'm mad and, you know, I want this and I'm the bad guy. Bam. You know. And, and he likes magic. He likes witches. Yeah. Magic yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna body have... magic and he stole their body. He's taking their bodies back to, to this galaxy yeah, from crazy. the old galaxy. Yeah. It's so wild. But they're already on a crypt planet. Where the whales yeah. go to die, like the symbolism here is so weird. And the it's like Egyptian almost, like he's almost like right. one of those guys, like those tomb divers going in there and just collecting all the the uh the mummies and just being like, ah, we're bringing them back to where we're from and we're gonna put them in a museum. And, and they're mi- they're mixing now, you're mixing like this galaxy and this galaxy, like you're mixing technologies and you're mixing organisms. I mean, there's all I mean. There's a lot of weird stuff that they could do. They could say I mean, it, bringing the knights and are the night sisters all that bad? Yeah, they're pretty bad. Like um, they're the worst of the yeah, worst. They're pretty crazy. But how about this, right? I mean, we're tying this into rebels at the same period, or not rebels? Excuse me. The um, uh, what's the crew? What's the show we're watching? The other cartoon, Tales bad, of the Jedi. Bad Batch, right? Oh, bad, bad. Yeah. yeah. So what if he's transporting these bodies? Part of his cloning process, right? 
Maybe the Emperor is going on. Maybe they're trying to extract something from these knights. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's around, all the you know, Force powers is. We keep, yeah, we keep getting this. Remember, we talk about Force-sensitive stormtroopers moving into this new trilogy. Um, maybe this is part of this whole cloning and this whole, like, these experiments. So maybe he really is, like, you know, fabric tying this fabric weave together and making things understand because now we're extracting. I mean, think about it. Why would you extract bodies? What are you trying to extract from them other than DNA? So, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe he has, I mean, if Filoni pulls this off, he's already the goat in my eyes, but like, this is like, this is setting up for something big. Um, this is almost as, as exciting as kind of like the Thanos reveal, right? Leading up to that, that first encounter. Um, it's a shame with the writer's strike. I don't think we'll see a lot of them, but I would have loved to see like, kind of like what DP said, a little more like um, alluding to this big movie. Because if we think about it, I don't know, based on this now, like, what we get, you know, until the movie happens, like, Andor season two is almost done, but they stopped, um, and that will have nothing to do with this. I, I just, you know, I don't, yeah, Mando stops. Crew, we yeah, probably, so, we definitely going to need another season of Ahsoka before right. we get any type of movie or whatever. Yeah, but they talked. They talked about turning the Mandalorian season next season into a movie, and leading into this. So, yeah, I don't know. It's obviously we're at a time to where um, we're at a standstill. So hard to predict the future, but um, it's just it's kind of sad that we they can't come to an agreement. I mean, because this content is like this is just great, right? It's great, and I understand yeah. they have their their motives and you know and whatnot, but. It's a shame that we're being deprived of something this great. Like, I haven't watched a series, I don't think, you know, outside of Andrew like this, that's been like this exciting. You know, we're getting 50, 45 minutes an episode. You know, we had 130. That's cool. But long format, man. This is not, you know, we thought we were going to get 25 minutes. These were going to be Rebels episodes. <laughs> we're getting 40 minutes an episode, right? Yeah, and yeah. then to think like now this can be like a two-year cycle. I mean, we were planning on, what, every three months going live with something crazy. So, um, I mean, this year I, has been really, really, I mean, for, I, I don't know about you guys and it's not, this is not a complaint by any, any stretch of the imagination because it's all been really good. But we've had a very brisk year of podcasting this year. We have been basically almost every week, all year yeah. with new content, with yeah. new stuff. And yeah. that's one, uh, I am patting us on the back. So we should be patting ourselves on the back for being able to do that. But two, I mean, man, they were really had a lot of stuff coming, coming yeah. out so yeah. even yeah. even like if they slow down and start holding stuff on for a little bit here i think they'll be okay but i just think that the studio should cave now because they're gonna and right. and that's because that's what's morally right and so they should and just save us all the trouble of them caving in six months and making us all mad for six months and men yeah. caving anyway right which they will eventually cave so uh, I am looking forward to that happening so that we can get more of the quality content that is made by the writers right. and actors that uh, deserve to be compensated appropriately for their contributions uh -huh. to the art. By yeah. us and by their corporate masters and for drawing our attention to the streaming platform and for doing a good enough job to make us want to get on this thing for an hour a week every yeah. single freaking week. <laughs> you know the sad part about... Isn't it great that you like... Even halfway through the episode, I was like, "Boy, I, bet, I hope this doesn't end." Like I couldn't <laughs> even see where the end would be because we had that whole like middle sort of uh, Sabine is searching for Ezra segment with all kind of great nuggets in it. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> we saw her; she realized that she does imbued the horse, the the force, because the first thing that a that a a force wielding person does is communicate with nature around them and an immediate understanding and ability to to do that she had that right off the bat with the howler i mean they're they're then, channeling that just like okay with, with her holding her hand out with that door and everything i mean they're just like they're pretty much saying okay she's gonna have something something right right about the end of this season we're, we're going kid again man and, and it doesn't have, the right? force is not necessarily throwing rocks around yoda said this yoda said it constantly with all his all his pupils mm -hmm. the force is not moving ships 
you know, lifting rocks, fighting. The force is how, how you, you individually communicate with what the world around you. Mm -hmm. And Sabine is not, well, she's a great fighter anyway, but maybe that's not what her, her skill level is. Maybe she's more in tune to animals. She already, she has a loft cat in her, in her, in her apartment. So she's already part of the. She was able to communicate with that, you know, the um, thing pretty quickly. Real quickly. And the new little, the naughty Mm -hmm. creatures, the little snail creatures. I mean, she, she was talking to them immediately. Very fluently. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's, and she's going to see that she's going to say, well, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not, maybe I can't throw rocks around or force choke anybody, but I'm your, I'm your Uhura. You know, I'm the one that's going to use, you know, communication skills. If only she were on a planet full of witches, they could use witchcraft to give her more sensitivity I was and explain that. this and mm. then tie this knot up so that now Ahsoka's forethought in training her is almost like foresight, which would bring bring us back to the this end of this end of the Star Wars saga, which is, as we said, as good as maybe, but at very different from Andor. Andor is the boots on the ground. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like this right. is there is no Blue force. Everything Star Wars, is really yeah. Blue collar Star right. Wars. It's knives and guns and burning and you know electricity and things like that, right? Yeah. And so, uh, and this is like the magisterial, yeah. like uh, like inheritance of the ultimate force mastery that runs the bluest of the blue Jedi blood through. Qui-Gon Jinn to Obi-Wan Kenobi to the Dark Lord of the Sith himself to Ahsoka Tano, right? And, and, and it's it's oh, the exact exactly. opposite of that. And, right. I, and I think that it, that's very, it's very good for Star Wars that both can do it and both work. Right. You know, I, I would be okay if Balin seeking this, this power, this energy. Um, I would be, you know what? I would honestly be okay if we got that Monica Rambeau kind of moment to where she got kicked into something, something hit her, which activated, you know, something in her, you know, magic activated the force mm-hmm. in her. I would honestly be okay with that in this series. I think they would be able to deliver it properly because we all know there's an energy on this planet. Balin seeks it. Something's calling out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be okay with that being Sabine's, you know, transformation into some sort of force user of some, or the opening, having abilities. I would be okay with that. Usually I wouldn't be, but I just think based on how they set it up and him seeking a higher power, um, because typically you don't, you don't get that right. The only time we heard somebody call out to them was Snoke, which in turn was, you know, Palpatine. So what if, you know, Palpatine is here, right? How crazy would that be? If something calls out to him and it's just like corpse, it's like damn near dead. Right. I mean, and he just appears, right? Well, no, he's kind of banged up. Right. So like if he, because he can, he can still channel, right? He can call out to people. So I'm interested to see, I mean, when we get like, not necessarily Maul, but one of the brothers of Dathomir, we see his race on this planet maybe, or one of them calling out to him. I just feel like there's so many ways that we can go in these last two mm-hmm. episodes. I mean, I, I'm just excited, right? I just, my, you know. My favorite thing is if Palpatine does come back, it would mean – like in episode nine, he says that he's like this ancient force that is from forever and like is just passed down. Why wouldn't he be from this? Like, why wouldn't that have initiated right. in the same place that's like this this death yard that calls out to these <clears throat> these space whales that calls out to these space moby dicks to come and die here and is now doing the same thing to a guy we know is probably going to die. Uh, yeah. So why would that be? Why would why would there be this ominous you know? power that just sort of radiates from this place and if the and if the original heart of the sith were here i mean it would make a lot of sense but who knows there's so many things they could do i'm just excited for what they have done and it's pretty good for sure were were the whales actually did they travel there to die or did the did the witches kill them well this Um, is something actually elephants do this man this is cool I mean, it's not cool because it's sad, but when elephants feel their time has come, they have a place they go. And it's like the elephant graveyard. And they it's kind of a secret. Yeah. It's a secret. No one is supposed to know where it is. And they, that's where they go. That's where they go to. That they go to die. So what wow. happens to the immense power that they have when they pass? 
have the, the 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 witches been harnessing that because those three we call them night sisters right yeah they seem to be very wise and in tune to what's going on and seems they have a lot of perception and have they been absorbing the energy of these uh, force whales that have gone, come to their planet to die and why are they well, going there to die what's the what's the significance yeah that's um, a really good point yeah um it's, it's very interesting to talk about energy right and you know uh morgan talked about it right how they were able to project their energy from the unknown regions for her to be able to find them right from across the galaxy so, from a, uh, another yeah. galaxy to another right. galaxy so that kind of lets you know we got a their power level um and it's it, like i said it's really interesting you know we have different factions of jedi obviously mother townsend on dathomir was really like the the queen the head of this faction of night sisters obviously here um there are only three that we see left but i mean they are descendants of a more ancient uh basically night sister faction than mother townsend and the people of dathomir so I kind of like how they, I mean, the, the stuff he's weaving together, I mean, this is just like, it's phenomenal. It, it poses so many questions in my mind. Like, I, I just never thought, you know, and like I said, in, in a format like this, we would get something missing depth. Of all the apocalyptic movies that I've seen in the stories in my, in my life, and I love these things. I love when, like, nature takes over and destroys us. It's so much fun. Love it. So you, so you like Gerard <laughs> Butler, is what you're saying? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's yeah. like it's like you rather yeah. the the president or saving the world. That's kind of saving the president anything, and from nature. Anything around that. So this is one thing I do not want these witches to have anything to do with us here. Like that would be basically the end of everything. I mean, they seem to be very, very sinister, evil and powerful and they know things before you think they before you know things and just just their ability to i mean they what did they have what was that thing t mitch what was that little like uh those orbs they all had what was that thing um those those are basically energy orbs they can tie magic together and each of them had one and it knew exactly what to do and it wrapped up sabine and it guided sabine yeah. To to I mean that was great. That was really cool technology. And then they uh, they put her in the room and they they flew back to where they. I mean I've never not seen anything like that. The closest thing was that uh the the Jedi training uh, remote. Joy, little, yeah, little flying the flying sphere. Anything I mean like, like that. I mean, and they yeah. had complete control over it, and it was very slick. If you do want some backstory on the um basically um you can go on youtube i would watch the cinematic um kind of like story of um what's the first calcastus game um jedi fallen order oh, fallen order yeah, yeah yeah there's a lot of cut scenes and all that they go to dathomir he does actually deals with the night sisters deals with jedi that were stuck there so if you want to get some lore on that i would go just watch the cinematic because literally the video game cinematics or like a movie it's about like an hour long um okay so i would go back and watch that if you want a little bit of lure on the night sisters the brothers of dathomir all that stuff um because yeah it ties to directly into this it, it's funny you mentioned that game because i was i was maybe three quarters away through it um and then i quick saved at the wrong place and i have like this much health and i keep Ooh. getting killed so now i can't really move on you gotta get to uh, I was playing it too. I, uh, they gave me a map like right away. Like I got to the part where you get a map, like it was just like the first thing. And then I fell in a hole and I couldn't get out of it. And I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. It, and then I went and did other stuff. I got, I got through that part. I know what you're talking about, Steel City. I know where you're at. I'm at this, I'm on this ledge and there are these three or four, uh, like demon type things and they are just wailing on me. And where I saved, I just, as soon as I respawn, I'm dead. You better get that perfect parry up. Woo! You gotta get good. Save state, baby. That's how you practice. I've beat it. I beat that one in Jedi Grandmaster. Um, 
I'm working on the last one, Survivor. I'm in the, the Jedi Master, so it's right under the highest setting, but man, the difficulty gets crazy. My power Master level really peaked right here. This is where this is the where I'm the rectangle best. Rectangle with the red button. <clears throat> That's right. I did not and I did not spring for the ergonomic one. I do enjoy how getting poked in the in the hand. Although I, like although I will say adult hand feels corners. Right. Some people do that, you know, people yeah, will mod these things uh, extensively, but I don't do that because I think that's uh, it's cheating, frankly. I don't it's, like it's, it. It's sacrilege. You must. I like the original original hardware, original cartridge. That's how right. it is. I even have a big, huge, crappy tube TV that I play on because it doesn't look great oh, right on. Oh, it like, yeah, it's horrible on a new TV, yeah. So I am a little bit of a nerd about, about those games. But I can't – I don't know. The new stuff, like I – it's like okay, you fell down the hole. Now go all the way back to the beginning, and I'm just like, right. no, no, not going back <laughs> to the beginning. Maybe I'll watch the cinematics, points. and that way yeah. I'll get to win. Yeah, that's what I, I watch the cinematics. You can even watch it for the last one, the Jedi Survivor. Um, really good thing. But uh, yeah, guys, you know, kind of wrapping this week's up. You know, we have two left, right? Two of the left. They better be an hour each. Yeah, yeah, it got a lot to cover in that time. You know, we got to pay off Baylor. I think Baylor is going to be the big payoff for the season, you know, right? Um, and Ray Stevens, you know, ultimate send off and everything. Um, want to see a little bit more about you know with Shin. Um, definitely got to bring Ahsoka back on, right? <laughs> you know, um, you know, our girl and everything. Um, and like you said, if we do get a, like a cut of um, you know, the Ghost Crew. You know, getting back together, maybe we get some sort of something from Zeb, you know? Mm. Oh, Zeb. Right. That, that would just, you know, just, just tie a whole lot of stuff in there, you know? Right. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Well, another successful episode. Glad I can put in this blue game performance. Oh, I'm okay. you know, I wasn't going to miss it. Game. Oh. Like, I laid down and I was like, man, there's no way in hell I'm going to miss this. Like, not at all. Not at all. Kathleen Kennedy was not striking me down today. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. She thought she had me, but I got her. Mickey could not keep you away. No, they could not. They're not keeping me away. But, um, Orlando yeah. Field failed. Oh, definitely, right? You know, but uh, yeah, guys, until next week, this is the way. This, this is the way. way.